shack up whatever you want. Oh my god. You can run, but you can't hide, bitch. Welcome in, everyone, to You Can't Hide, the number one horror movie recap podcast, sometimes documentaries, uh, also. A podcast this side of Elm Street. I'm your host, Evil Al, joined by um, no other celebrities, you know, no one A-list or B or, you know, someone's a D-list. Um, but I am here with my lovely co-host, Camp Counselor Ben, and Calamity Cat, the pumpkin spice lady. How are y'all doing today? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Living that PSL life. Yeah, that's good. All right, this week we are covering House of the Devil, the film by Ty West. Um, so the movie starts out with a little, it's not a voiceover, it's like a, it's just like text on the screen, but it's not, it doesn't say Once Upon a Time in a Galaxy Far, Far Away. It says, during the 80s, over 70% of adults believed in the existence of abusive satanic cults. Uh, and then the next frame says, another 30% rationalized the lack of evidence to government cover-ups. And then the movie begins. So we know right away there's a lot of, you know, it's probably going to be some abusive satanic cult action, um, maybe some government cover-ups. No, it's so during the time, this was like the 80s satanic panic. There was a lot of like actual cases, unfortunately, that happened during this time where people were actually put in jail for stupid reasons um, that all proved not to be true later on. So yeah, it was a really... It was a time where people like kind of had a panic situation and believed things that were not true. The film begins and we have like a very retro feel. I think it was shot on 16 millimeter maybe. Um, but yeah, it's very retro vibes. It's very A24 vibes is what I wrote down. The film begins with Samantha, our protagonist looking for an apartment. Her roommate, uh, we learn is a hope of show. <laughs> the first time we cut to their apartment, there's some bumping and grinding and moaning and Samantha's not into it. So I guess maybe that's why she's looking for an apartment. She's tired of this living in a brothel, basically. <laughs> Samantha is, so she's chilling and then she, she's walking down campus and she sees a, a wanted ad, help wanted ad for a babysitter. For some reason I wrote babysitter with a dollar sign for the, for the S. And I, is that what it actually said? I think yeah, it actually did say that. Yeah, that's what it actually okay. said. Nothing like, else. The babysitter, dollar sign. Oh, that's it? S, and the phone number, text. <laughs> that's it. She do needed pe- some money. It was a sign. <laughs> dollar sign. Do people really do make ads like that where it's just like a little rip away? Yeah, you really did, never, people never really do did this? go to college. You never really did go to college, did you? <laughs> Have you never seen those signs? <laughs> that's part of the college experience. <laughs> yes. It's still like those bulletin boards. People still do that. Old people still do this. Yeah. She go. She she calls the number that she sees on the um, the help wanted ad, and before she can even from a payphone, by the way, and before she can even walk away, the the payphone's ringing, and um, yeah, she's um, told to go meet at the student affairs office, which seems like a random place for this guy to be at, like on the spot. (laughs) Um, But of course, no one shows up. The next morning, um, her roomie uh, tells her, hey, someone called you. I took down the number. It's over there. The man apologizes for standing her up and offers to pay her double to babysit tonight. Uh, it's very demanding for someone who couldn't even just like, it's all very sketchy to me from the, yeah. from the get-go. From the get-go, yeah, for sure. What do you think y'all think about his voice? I mean, it's very smooth and kind That's... of, pre- yeah, sexy and clipped and very precise. 
He sounds like a sugar daddy. He's ready for it. <laughs> but also, I guess you would have to have that kind of voice to like get someone to go middle of nowhere, not knowing any information. So he used that voice to his advantage. The next scene, we are. It's revealed. It's a shocking revelation. It's revealed that Greta Gerwig is her best friend. Um, her name is probably Annie or something like that. Doesn't matter. Um, they. She takes Samantha to the house because I guess Sam doesn't have a car. You know, it's whatever. You know. Um, and on the way there, they mention the eclipse because everybody mentions the eclipse 500 times. Greta Gerwig reveals she took down all the help wanted signs as revenge for the the, the smooth voiced man uh, standing her up. Which I feel like, did he put him up that day? Because I feel like <laughs> probably someone else would have called, but oh well. Well, I think that it was a ploy, right? I mean, I think he yeah, that's true. said, meet me in front of the student union or wherever. And so he could get a look and make mm. sure it was the right girl. Yeah. Well, he did say job. earlier that when, <laughs> he did say when, they, when they first talked that he had another girl, but she was a very, she was a disappointment. They get to the house and the, the man is very tall, quite tall indeed, is what I wrote down. He's very tall, new. quite tall indeed. <laughs> he seems to be like three feet taller than them, like legitimately like three feet taller than them. It's Tom Noonan, my Hollywood crush. <laughs> uh, he tells them how much of a relief it'll be to get this night behind them. And he's been so busy with the eclipse and all and... I don't really know, know what that means. And they're like, oh, you're an astronomer? And he's like, oh, no. And then he just, like, leaves it at that. Yeah, there's so many things that are said and done. Yeah, like, you're like, hmm. <laughs> you're like, this, there are red flags everywhere. Yeah, he, he mentions, do you know y'all live in the perfect place to get a view of the eclipse, an astronomer's dream? And that's why they're like, are you an astronomer? And he goes, no, no of course not. No, absolutely not. I just love eclipses for some reason. Eclip, eclipse eye? Eclipses, eclipses, eclipses. I think it's eclipses. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. So he pulls Sam aside and tells her, "Hey, I'm only paying one person for this job," and she's like, "Oh yeah, she's leaving." Which I'm like, "Why would you immediately say she's leaving?" Also, why would it matter if if he? And it, anyways, um, he tells her uh, he wants Greta gone because his wife is on edge. Uh, he tells her they don't have a child. Surprise! They're going to be house sitting, or they're going to be sitting for Grandma. And she's like, um, no. <laughs> and she eventually agrees to stay because she's going to be getting four times the pay because mama got bills to pay. That's he what... noticed he, he doesn't, Tom Noonan doesn't make eye contact with her at all during this scene. Yeah. He doesn't want to fall in love. <laughs> if he looks at her eyes and sees a soul, she's a person then. You can't. Yeah. You can't kill a. Yeah. And not just a vessel. I honestly thought he was just awkward. I, I didn't even like read that deep into it, but yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, he does come off as really desperate to get this happening and get it done, and then he can kind of see that he's doing everything he can to get her to stay, which is yeah. also very creepy. Yeah, four times the money she demands, and he, she gets it. Also, I like how he's like, I can't pay more than 100 and then all of a sudden, 400 <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, he's paying half a stack to get her to stay there. It's like, all right. Uh, I think at this point is when Greta goes home because Sam is a genius and doesn't realize she's in a horror movie. Um, 
So she goes home. On the way home, she stops in a cemetery to smoke. <laughs> she's still on the property, I think. Oh, so is it? I think is she's it? like right out of the property. There's a cemetery. Also creepy, but <laughs> so yeah, she stopped on the side and then um, trying to light her cigarette. And that's when um, she's unable to. And that's when a, suddenly a hand reaches through the window <laughs> with a lighter and tries to light up her cigarette. Um, and it's very strange. It's AJ Bowen, um, very underrated actor. Creep uh, extraordinaire. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and he he um, makes small talk with her, and he he's like, "Oh wait, are you not the babysitter?" And she goes, "No, that's my friend's. No, my my friend." And then <laughs> he John Wilkes Booth, sir, right there. She's not in the movie for very long. Just yeah. a cameo. <laughs> John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> wow. Wow. I love it. <laughs> uh, back home at the creepy. It's it's secretly like a huge house. It's like three stories with like a basement also. Uh, Deborah Logan could never. The weird, <laughs> the weird couple is making sure to mention that there's a number for pizza. They mentioned a million it, uh, times. <laughs> they mentioned it eight hundred <laughs> times. Uh, the old man is like, "Oh, and there's a, here's a number for pizza." Oh, did I already say that? And it's like, you know, you already said that. College girls there's, love pizza. There's like more money for pizza too. I'm like, bro, I thought you were broke. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'll give you half half up front now, and then here's a little more for pizza, and gives her like a twenty. I'm like, this is pizza's like two dollars. I thought back in the eighties. So, no, I think he's dinners. like too nervous to be in a satanic cult isn't he like <laughs> he has a nervous like disposition too nervous to be like... <laughs> is yeah. it like one of the calling cards of cults is like a like an attractive like a charismatic leader like they didn't have that they had just like yeah. creepy old that bob is that bob Bob. He's, a cute, <laughs> he's a cute satan a cute old man satanic cult he kinda, yeah he is and then she's just like she kind of fits the mold a little bit the wife does but yeah yeah yeah, yeah she's she's got a very gothic cruella deville edge to her <laughs> maybe yeah, that's why awesome. they like work well together they're like opposites yeah i think next what happens is uh, sam calls greta and she says, hey, just kidding. I'm not here. And it's a nice little fake out voicemail message. And she doesn't answer because um, she has a hole in her head from a bullet. Um, so she decides, you know what? I'm a little hungry. I'm going to go ahead and order pizza. And the guy, uh, even on the phone, the guy was, sounds weird. Like, he just seems sketchy. He's like, okay, see you in 30 minutes. It's like, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, yeah, the can, same uh, guy. The same guy that takes answer the phone also brings you your pizza because yeah yeah <laughs> did she even say the address i can't remember if she, she does yes. okay yeah, she but he comments about it like oh nice answer fancy neighborhood <laughs> okay so sam gets bored <laughs> being in this creepy house talking to creepy people and decides you know i'm gonna go snoop around a bit and that's when she fought <laughs> This is, such an, a... this is such an unimportant part, but I made a note of it. She snoops around in the office. She finds the glasses from the old man from the Six Flags commercials is what I wrote down. <laughs> oh, my God. That was such a throwaway scene. I'm like, I'm not mad at you. You should have put the music. I want to hear the music now. <laughs> Guys, we can't. I don't know why you think that we would do something so cheap as having 
piped in sound. This podcast, we would never pipe in sound, you know, or add special effects, sound effects, or anything. It's, it's just not that kind of show. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah. I love that scene where she's just, you know, walking around. Uh, but anyway, okay. Before that happens, though, is when she turns on the old boober tuber. And what does the news tell us? The eclipse is underway. Hey, did you know there was an eclipse happening at the, <laughs> this movie tonight? <laughs> uh, I don't this- think that was clear. <laughs> It's visible yeah. all around the world, and around midnight will be the peak of the eclipse. I wonder if maybe that'll come into play later. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Wouldn't it be funny if there was nothing about the eclipse at all? Ever yeah, it was just, just random. Like- <laughs> <laughs> the next scene is my favorite one. It's where she pops on the old Walkman and listens to some tunes, and she's just jamming out, uh, playing some pool. She's cracked at pool, my guy. And she's so adorable, and she's having a nice jam session until... You know, that big old donk knocks over a vase and shatters it into a million pieces. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it seems like that's going to be a lot of her paycheck right there. Yeah, that 400 bucks is gone. Or I don't know how much is that? Yeah, 400. 400? Okay. <laughs> just need to hide it. <laughs> yeah, you just, yeah, that's all you throw do. Throw it away. Just, and... Yep, throw it away. Act like it was never there. Put it under the pool yeah, table. <laughs> They're rich. They'll never notice a, like, a mean Dynasty boss gone. <laughs> Dynasty boss. Sam is cleaning up the shattered vase, and that's when she checks the closet, um, which is right next to it, and discovers photos of a family that is not the family that's there. <laughs> um, there's a lot of different pictures of them, and she notices that there's a car that um, Greta Garbo had saw outside earlier. And, you know, something is fishy, babe. You in danger, girl. Just saying. Yep, definitely. And that's when she hears noises uh, thumping around and she goes to investigate knife in hand. She gets to one door. She's kind of creeping outside lurking. And that's when the camera pans in and we're able to see that there's a a nice little pentagram with um, some fun symbols and there's uh, people sacrificed on the other side. Uh, So that looks fun. Yeah. (laughs) Good times. Yeah. Hereditary style. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> A24. Uh, that's when suddenly the pizza arrives and <laughs> she like quickly opens the door, snatches the pizza box and throws like the, the whole wad of, it's not, it's one bill, but she throws the bill at him and is like, keep the change uh, and slams the door in his face. Um, and that's when, and the guy's just like, have a good night, have a good evening, ma'am. And we realize that the guy, that the pizza man, is the same guy that uh, killed Greta Gerwig. At this point, Sam is freaked out because, you know, there's thumping, there's a lot of weird shit going on. Um, And so she calls 911, but she hangs up because she feels silly. Um, And they call back and she's like, oh, no, I didn't mean to call. It was an accident because the toxic patriarchy makes her feel that her paranoia is invalid. And that's why Biden is going to make things better for women, okay? <laughs> Say it, sister. Um, she's still hungry, though, because she did order pizza, and so she decides to mac on some of that za. Um, but after, like, a bite or two, she's like, it tastes like trash. So she goes and throws it away and decides, you know what, let's go ahead and snoop around some more. <laughs> it is a big house, to be fair. I would be snooping around, too. I don't know. I think I'd leave at this point. I think she's yeah, kind true. of like, I just feel like, get the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. 
But AJ yeah. Bowen's uh, AJ Bowen's outside waiting. Well, for yeah. Her. I mean, she doesn't know that though. She thinks it's just a, like a pizza dude. But well, I think maybe yeah. I think maybe she was trying to leave, but Homegirl wouldn't answer because she was busy being dead. No. So I think I think maybe she would have tried one to. Of, but, yeah, she yeah. would have tried to tell her to come pick her up or something or come hang out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so upstairs we see her traversing the house and in one of the bathrooms she um, opens the shower curtain and that's when there's we see a lot of hair in the tub uh, brunette was... hair too it's brun- all brunette carol Which burnett's sam hair is all, sam, sam is also brunette <laughs> that's the grossest part to me is like all the hair in the bathtub it's like just clumps of hair oh. brown hair it's gross nasty mm-hmm uh, and that's what okay that is when she decides to head to the attic and she tries to um, you know turn on the light bulb and as she pulls it it burns out and, and at the same time there's like a, she's kind of like tripping out kind of passing out a little bit and right before she like passes out we see like a hand opening the door and kind of like starting to reach towards her and conveniently that's when the eclipse goes into full effect um, so she passes out. Um, when she wakes up, she is bound in the center of a pentagram. And gotta say, not the best way to wake up. Yeah, and she's <laughs> like in a white. Is she in a white gown too? Or, yeah, yeah. They're always in a white gown. Yeah. Gotta be. She's pantsless. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of scary. Very scary. They undressed her. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so surprise, the family is in a cult, and I must say their son is not a looker. He uh, <laughs> he looks a little bit like a like a the guy from Three Hundred, the little creature man, or like a like a golem type person. And, mm-hmm. and he decides, you know what? I want to be the next Picasso, so I'm going to go ahead and paint some blood on your tum. And uh, you know, things aren't looking good for my girl Sam. Um, things will get better. Oh wait, no, they're not. He cuts his wrist <laughs> with a knife. <laughs> And like pours his blood in like a skull on top of her and makes her drink it. Um, that's when she breaks free somehow and gouges out one of AJ Bowen's eyes. And she runs into, she's running through the house trying to escape. She trips on Greta Gerwig's body, which why is it in the just chilling in the kitchen now? But I guess it, it's a good makes it more dramatic. Well, he thought it know? was safe to bring her to bring the dead <laughs> body in because she yeah. was out of it, and it was just blood all over the floor. That she yeah. starts slipping in the sliding in. And this is when, okay, she's chased by AJ Bowen and eventually she ends up, you know, slitting his throat. So she, she's fine for now. Oh, wait, she's not. She falls on the ground <laughs> and uh, we see her stomach is looking all, I'd say like evil deadish kind of. It's like very like the green demon veins and things yep. aren't looking good. Uh, this is when the mom shows up and snatches her own wig off. And tells Sam, the ritual will happen no matter what you do. And stab li- Sam literally stabs her in the back, <laughs> which <laughs> I feel like doesn't happen that much in movies, honestly. People being literally stabbed in the back. I think what happens next is the creepy dad chases her. And she's leaving the house. Where does she run? Oh, let's run to the cemetery. I guess, you know, that's a good place to uh, show up uh, during a satanic court ritual. Um, he catches up to her and he tells her, you know, they're calling for you, Sam. Just accept it and let him in. It's your destiny. And she's like, I'm good. And shoots herself in the head. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's when we cut to sometime in the future. I'm not really sure exactly when. Uh, we're in a hospital. There's a news a news uh, 
report on, of course, because that's like their favorite way to give us information in this movie. And it says that the speed at which the moon exited the Earth's shadow seemed theoretically impossible. Um, so I guess when she shot herself, the, the, the eclipse just ended. Um, we pan down the hallway of the hospital. A nurse is in the room. She pats Sam on the head, which good idea since she just shot herself in the head. I think you should yeah, definitely be patting her on the head. Um, and she tells her, you're going to be fine. And then she, she pats her in the tummy and says, both of you. And that's Creepy. the end. Yeah. Does she not have family or like any other friends right. that she wasn't <laughs> pregnant or that come, came to see her? I think she's on her own. That's what makes her the perfect yeah. soul for the yeah. demon baby. I bet this nurse was in on the cult too. She's part of the cult. She probably was. Yeah. I guess they kind of, they, they, they low-key made sure she didn't have like a boyfriend or anything though because the, the mom was being all creepy like Oh, I bet all the boys are crazy for you. She's like, no, not really. And she's like, oh, surely you must have a boyfriend or whatever. And she's like, no. And so she's like, okay, yeah, I'll kill you. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I never even thought about it. Yeah, that. I mean, I want to say that they're, uh, you know, a bad satanic cult. They all got dead, but they were successful. They got <laughs> dead. <laughs> <laughs> but they were successful in their outcome. They, you know, impregnated with the devil spawn. All right, well, that was our recap of House of the Devil. And uh, now it's time for our next segment, Ack, Ack, or Whack, Whack, where we, we rate the movie on a scale of one to 10, Sarah Jessica Parker heads. Camp Counselor Ben, is this the first time you've seen this or had you seen this movie before? I forget. Uh, I think I saw it previously one time. I didn't know what it was. So I just like clicked on it. I was like, oh, we'll watch that. Um, but it was pretty okay. I mean, an hour of the movie is just like set up and then like 30 minutes, you know, it's actual action um also disappointed there was no actual devil in the house of the devil but that's okay um, i mean they 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 created him there it's in her belly <laughs> i wanted to see it i wanted more devil you wanted house. like rosemary's baby like yes okay. yes less house more devil um <laughs> but i'm gonna say it's a good like 7.5 because like it was shot very well. I actually thought it was made later than what it was. I didn't know that it was an early 2000 film. You like mean you thought, thought, it, was, you thought like, it was made earlier than it was? Yeah, that's what I said in my mind. <laughs> I got you. But um, yeah, it was like the scenes are very good. Um, the acting was wonderful. I love the Farrah Fawcett hair. Um, love the slutty roommate. I, I can relate. Um, but yeah, it's a good, it's a 7.5. It's good. But nice. I want more devil. I want more cowbell, you know? More cowbell. Yeah. All right. Um, Calamity Cat, what did you think of this movie? This oh, movie this is... um, brought to tears. <laughs> I've seen this movie many times and I like it. I like Ty West movies in general. So uh, I like that he was going for that retro feel and he wanted to like have a slow build up. Um, I think if you like watch the movie again you always notice new things in the house but I think that was like kind of his point is that like he wanted you to go on this little like event like search for with her like um it kind of reminds me of like those puzzle games that are really like soothing and like until it's not <laughs> um and so I give this movie an eight because I I do like it and I've watched it you know gone back to it many times over the years to watch it yeah, I think um, definitely for me, I like it. I, the first time I saw this, I feel like it was one of the first like more indie horror movies that I saw. So I was like very like 
nice i found a hidden gem and i, and I really liked it a lot um i think obviously like the first time you watch it it's going to be the most impactful because you're going to be like what the hell is happening <laughs> um on repeat views i definitely was like oh yeah okay there's gonna be an eclipse there's gonna be a cult uh and then you know obviously nothing is like shocking but no i definitely i definitely enjoy it i think it's i think it's one i recommend quite a lot i'd say eight out of ten for me eight out of ten uh final girl brie what are your thoughts on this movie I'm also a fan of this film. Um, I like the kind of stylized 80s or late 70s, early 80s look of it. Um, as Ben mentioned, kind of the muted tones. And I like the things that are kind of accurate for that era as well, like the lack of technology, just relying on the phone and the payphones, um, which make it kind of scarier when she's out in the middle of nowhere. Um, and also like, you know, the creepiness of the... Tom Noonan's voice and not knowing what to expect when you, they get to the house um, and the way the whole film kind of unfolds with the big finish is a lot of fun. Um, so overall, I give this movie a seven out of 10 um, just because it also kind of drags a little at the beginning as uh, CCB mentioned, like we see her walking in the streets for like five hours before anything happens <laughs> <laughs> but overall this movie is a lot of fun and this is only sec the second time i've seen it um so it was fun to revisit it yeah so yeah i think it's a unanimous ack ack from us um yeah, yeah it's a lot of fun i definitely recommend watching this one if you have not um, but i think that brings us to our next segment um normally we ask cam comes through ben what is in your camp bag but this week, he's got some camp rules. All right. Hello there, campers. As again, my name is Camp Counselor Ben. Um, this week, though, instead of doing what's in my camp bag, we're going to do how to survive the house of the devil or cult leaders. So one, bring your own pizza so you don't have to deal with creepy ass. I don't even know what he is. Delivery person? Yes. 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 <laughs> Delivery person. We don't say man because that's sexist. So delivery <laughs> person, bring your own DiGiorno. Uh, two, uh, take your prenatal vitamins, you know, just in case. Oh my God. Hey, I mean, if it's the spawn of Satan, you still want to protect it. Okay? You want it to be strong. <laughs> yeah, strong and, you know, mean. Yeah, just mm -hmm. take your prenatal vitamins. Sure. Two, also bring a lighter. So said pizza person doesn't shoot your face off okay also don't go to a cemetery when it's like midnight not even midnight when it's dark and there's an eclipse i don't know if y'all know but there is an eclipse <laughs> but don't do those two things and also above all do not answer random ass i forgot what that was okay let me redo that one all right and above all, do not answer random, non-specific ads that you see hanging up <laughs> at the college, okay? If it has a phone number and it's like uh, looking for a babysitter with no information, you're probably going to die. <laughs> oh, Good wow. point. Yeah. Okay. Man. And maybe if you show up and they're like, actually, no, this job isn't what we said. It's this other, other job and uh, we're yeah, sketchy. You might get yeah. out. <laughs> But also, too, I mean, knowing the knowledge of what happens to babysitters, I probably wouldn't babysit. Also, I don't like kids. 
What happens but, to babysitters? As a, as a camp counselor, you do not like children. We, we've said hey, that before. It was a job. I needed it. It was free for Phoenix. Oh, you, it's not your. It's not your job anymore. No, it's my job now. Well, things have kind of slowed due to you know like COVID, but it's a nice break from all these damn kids. I mean, these lovely kids. But um, yeah, I probably wouldn't add any uh, answer any ads for babysitting. But again, like you know, there's multiple. Um, what's the word? Yeah, and that was camp rules with camp <laughs> counselor Ben. Thank you so much. Uh, okay, so our next segment—it's been a been a while since we've done this one. It's a male or female. We take a a scene, uh, a setting from the from the movie, and we just, we for no reason, for no good reason, we we determine if it would be male or female. Um, the only real location we have here is the house, spelled. H-A-U-S. Um, yeah, what do you what do y'all think? What do y'all think about this? Male or female for the house of the devil? Definitely female. Definitely female. female. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a very matriarchal cult, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Between the witch lady and you know, Tom Noonan's wife, there's some very strong female energy there. And all the guys are just kind of like henchmen, like, no, no. I'm here to help. Awkward, <laughs> awkward and ugly. And also it's housing the devil itself. I mean, it's very feminine. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you want to get into it, the house of the devil is really her womb. So, I mean, I think you got to say female on this yeah. one. I mean, scary and satanic. You know, there, was, Metaphor. there was shedding of hair. There was, there was uh, blood everywhere. Blood. <laughs> You know, there was impregnation. I mean, it was very the shedding of hair. That's what happens when I'm on my period. Let me tell you. There was like crotchety old women. There was wigs. There was wig removal. Oh yeah, wigs were snatched, Mama. <laughs> Paul was in this. <laughs> you you didn't see her snatch her own wig off. The witch lady. Yeah, I definitely saw that part. Wig. And she basked in her baldness in the moonlight. Is that okay? Oh honestly, God. what was the hair from? Was it from her? I don't get what the hair was from. What, what, what was? Oh, the- I thought it was from the the failed babysitter victim, the babysitter oh. number one who didn't work out. She turned into hair. <laughs> that she was what her. was left of her. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my God! I, I wonder what uh, wig reveal or what lip sync they were doing when she did that wig reveal. <laughs> <laughs> Insert Six Flags music. Here. <laughs> Oh, I like All it. right. Continue. Sorry. Well, that's the end of the episode. Oh, wait, now we have one more segment. It's a, one of our newer segments. Um, it's where Calamity Cat takes us to her Calamity Cat's corner and gives us a movie suggestion, movie, film, TV show, whatever she wants. So go ahead, take it away. What is your suggestion this week? For this week's Calamity Cat's Corner. I am going to uh, give two recommendations. So they all they both relate to this film. Um, The first movie that I want to recommend is Ben Wheatley's Kill List. It's a you know, it's kind of related to this. And I think if you enjoyed this movie, you'll definitely enjoy Kill List. Ben Wheatley makes some really awesome, very weird, different films. Um, He's actually preparing premiering one at Sundance this week. So I thought I would give kill list um on there it's a uh, sorry <laughs> start over i thought i would i thought i would put kill list on the list this week and then um 
also I would like to recommend in the, in the spirit of 80s panic uh, um 80s satanic panic a documentary called Southwest of Salem and this is about the San Antonio five um is that right Brianna San Antonio five four San Antonio four so this um this film is about the San Antonio four um that were wrongly convicted of uh child sexual abuse during the early 90s as the 80s um satanic panic kind of was weaning off but they still in san antonio were uh convicted of this crime so this tells their story and it's really 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 very interesting about um how satanic panic became a thing and and what it did to the people's to people's lives that it destroyed so i highly recommend that documentary you can find kill list on criterion right now and Southwest of Salem, you can find on Dis- on ID Discovery and yeah, very, Amazon Prime. Yeah, very engaging documentary. Nice. Gonna have to definitely check those out. Everyone listening should check them out right now. Do it. Turn the turn this off and go go watch those. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that just about wraps up this week's episode of You Can't Hide. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at You Can't Hide. And email us your movie suggestions at youcanthidepod at gmail.com. Uh, until next time, let's dance to the song, baby.